Hello, beautiful people. I am officially back after an unintentional uh, few month hiatus. I've gotten a little bit preoccupied with all things entailing graduation, a little bit of things in my personal life, and just haven't been taking the time to make enough recordings lately, but that is going to change as graduation is coming up in the next less than two months. So I plan to pump out a bunch of new episodes between now and then, and maybe in the month or two after that before I start working, hopefully. So stay tuned for a lot of new episodes and me to get caught up with rotations and all of that. On today's episode, we'll talk about my women's health rotation and how that went, how the EOR was, my study tips for that, and of course, all of your discounts and everything PA related. So stay tuned. Alrighty guys, so as I alluded to in the intro, today is mainly focusing on my OB-GYN rotation, which I had this summer. It was a bit of a hybrid rotation in the fact that, of course, we have four-week rotations. This rotation was a little bit peculiar in the fact that I had two weeks at a women's health clinic, and then the last two weeks of my rotation, I had weekend shifts, 12-hour, two each weekend, shifts at University Hospital. One of those weekends being 7A to 7P and the following weekend being 7P to 7A in the labor and delivery area at University Hospital. So a little bit unique in that aspect, but in regards to the clinic, it was your typical Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 with about an hour or so for lunch, depending on how early or late we saw the patients on time. And during that those two weeks in the clinic... I was with a nurse practitioner who was my preceptor and she was really great. We got along better than I thought we would and that was a nice experience there. We had a decent amount of Spanish-speaking only patients, I think just based off the location of the clinic in regards to my city, a more heavily populous of Hispanic based uh, citizens in that area so that was really nice too to practice more of my medical Spanish which is always a plus in my opinion especially living here in South Texas and of course some of the patients that we saw of course mainly all adults right I think we had a couple teens in there but no children of course just based off of the the extent of women's health right and of course all females right it is women's health (laughs) so with those a typical day we would see just some of some of the gynecological concerns whether it be just a routine well woman exam with the breast exam pap smear bimanual exams etc as well as some std screenings and treatment for stds we had a decent amount of ob patients so those patients who are pregnant, just routine checkup where we check the, the fundal height, right, and make sure everything's measuring correctly. And then we also listen with the, I think it's called ultrasound Doppler, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> definitely not a 
pro on all of this still, but where we would essentially check the fetal heart rate to make sure one, that we can hear the heart rate and the heart tones, and two, that they're where we want them to be usually between 120 and 160 beats per minute. And that was actually really fun. I would say that was my favorite part of this rotation was the OB routine visits. I found it pretty easy to just measure the fundal height once you kind of get a knack for it. And it's always exciting to see the new moms or the experienced moms as they're expecting their next child or first child. And sometimes their partners will come in with them. So overall, it's usually a happy experience. And I thought it was really fun to use the probe to, with a little jelly on it, right? And to find those, find just the right spot where the, where the fetus is at that you can actually pick up and hear the heartbeat, which I thought was really interesting and really fun and satisfying, right? So that would probably be my favorite part of this rotation. Aside from that, of course, my hospital shifts, those were a little harder, probably more my least favorite part. They were 12-hour shifts, some overnight, so that in and of itself is a little difficult, but you're, you're there, essentially the residents are running the show, that being, you know, the medical residents, the physicians, there's always a, a an attending, right? And then there were a few med students who were there with me. And so essentially we just kind of shadowed at times and just came in sometimes when there would be a delivery or a C-section, any of that that was going on. It's kind of dependent upon the day and things like that. So you never really knew what to expect, but um, it was still, it was a still good experience, definitely good learning experience, right? Uh, aside from the, my own birth experience, giving birth to my daughter, I had not been in the delivery room for any others. So it was nice to be on the non-delivering end, right? To not be the patient in that, that experience, 100%. <laughs> to not be the one in labor with the contractions and getting the epidural, definitely much more enjoyable on this end of things and I learned a lot there as well but in regards to the women's health EOR so your end of rotation exam what once again you take one of these at the end of every clinical rotation and sometimes even after electives depending on your program they're all made by PAEA the PA Education Association I believe is what it stands for or something of that manner so this one, honestly, I'll be completely honest, it was my lowest score that I've made or now that I've taken all of the PAEA exams, that still holds true. I still passed, thankfully, I still did fine. I, I still was a little bit above the national average, I believe, but it was my lowest scoring one. During the exam, there were times where I was like, oh my God, am I even gonna pass this? Like, I'm not even sure what's going on. And going into this rotation, I knew women's health was not my forte, even though I am a woman, even though I have a child, I've given birth myself. Regardless, it's still a very ambiguous subject for me at times. I find it overwhelming at times. I find it really complicated at times for whatever reason. It's just not my natural cup of tea. But I made it through the rotation and I made it through the EOR, of course. I definitely would recommend studying a lot for it if you're like me and this is not something that you're naturally inclined towards. Definitely want to study 
some of the tools I used were my typical things, right? So those Stephanie V videos on YouTube, they're free. She's a PA student from Rio Grande Valley who's now a practicing PA. Her videos are really helpful. I find them to be like a great adjunct for the typical studying things, right? So it's a more passive way to study. You can listen to her on a little bit faster speed while you're washing the dishes, while you're driving, while you're just kind of laying there, just soaking it all in, right? So I would, what I usually do to split them up because her videos are more on the longer side, I try to aim for a half hour to an hour a day on the rotation to just kind of get that in my system. And then of course your typical things, right? So the Rosh review, definitely i feel like is the cornerstone of your studying for eors so all of those practice questions that they have if you can get that information down you're pretty much set in my opinion um, as far as eors go of course smarty pants is like a nice little adjunct too they just kind of reiterate the stuff that you're learning on rosh review maybe in a different format maybe a little less in depth but it definitely covers all of the things that are on the blueprint for each exam so i would recommend that as well and then what i do of course is i just make the quizlet cards based off of all that information from rosh or from a stephanie v videos or from smarty pants and i just kind of bring them together in my flashcards and use them to study. That way I know I have all the all the information in one place. I can easily look up information on my note cards, on my flashcards on there about any of the topics and just refresh myself and just try to go through those each day. I, I, genu- I generally try to get through like 25 flashcards in a day, maybe 50. I'm not going to lie, I've been more laxed about my studying as we get closer to graduation and now that I'm done with the PAEA exams. But back in the beginning of clinical year, as well as like when I was still taking the PAEA exams only, I definitely was more strict with my study schedule and always aimed for those goals and I felt like it split up the information without being super overwhelming and with allowing me enough time to actually really take in all the information and just really know it well for the EOR. And then of course, a thing I like to do too is like the Friday or the weekend before my exam, I'll take one of the boost exams on ROSH and just kind of review things that I missed and it just kind of helps me better gauge what score I may or may not get on the EOR. Not always 100% reflective of that, but it it at least makes me feel better or or lets me know what I need to focus on and really hone in on the weekend before the EORs. So I found that that's been really helpful for me. I've thankfully passed all my EORs on the first attempt and I've done all of the PAEA ones now, as well as a few faculty written ones for my program that we take for electives. So definitely give that a try if you're trying to figure out how to study for the EORs. Every Everyone is different, right? So what works for me may not work for you, but it's worth a shot. I've found it to be helpful and it's helped me to be successful as clinical year is coming to an end. And of course, I've had more rotation since OB-GYN because I am behind on episodes wise. So currently I am about to begin my second elective in psychiatry. So I'm at the place I was at exactly a year ago for my psych rotation. I think I've 
just genuinely kind of fallen in love with psych and definitely see myself working in psych after graduation is over. So that's definitely my goal to get a job in psych starting off if I can, all things willing, fingers crossed. But right now I'm just going to end up my my year really with psych electives and of course before that I did another elective just an asthma and allergy clinic that was really fun actually I'll have a post about that as well right and then of course I've had emergency medicine in between then as well and pediatrics so stay tuned for episodes on those letting you know all about those how those EORs went and just important tidbits that might be helpful for you before you enter into either or any of those rotations most definitely stay on the lookout for that and then in the meantime of course I still have all of your discounts so always with the code PA underscore Liera that's PA underscore L-E-I-R-A that would get you 15% off at my PA box, 10% off at the PA platform, right, with Savannah Perry. All of her tools, really, really helpful for prepping for interviews as that comes back around after applications open in April. And my PA box is just a nice tool. It's a one-stop shop, helps you compare where you would be a good applicant in all of the numerous PA programs that are popping up across the nation, right? So that's also helpful. A little bit more on the fun side is the 10% off at Med by Live. So that's where you can just kind of get your, your cute PA based gear, right? So she has a lot of nice things like sweatshirts, shirts, you name it. She probably makes it and it's, it's nice to kind of just rep the PA profession in a more fun way. And then of course, 20% off of your Picmonic subscription. That is one of my most favorite tools that I used mainly in didactic year to help me study and to study the information in a fun way, a more passive way that definitely helped me to better remember the information before exams. So 100%, I would recommend that too. And you can get 20% off, of course. And then finally, you can get a free month with the pre-PA clinic. That's two practicing PAs who really have a one-stop shop, whether it be for interview prep or other workshops or uh, personal statement reviews you name it they offer it there so you can get a free month with them also with that code pa underscore liera and then of course you can follow me along on instagram also at pa underscore liera and i always do my best to try to reach back out whether you Uh, reach out to me in regards to applying to PA school or you're in PA school. I've even had some people who are coming into my specific program. So it's really fun to connect and to just try my best, right? To give y'all some advice that are things that I've discovered along the way these past two and a half years now that I'll be graduating, like I mentioned, in less than two months, which is crazy to say. It still hasn't fully hit me. I don't think it will until I'm there walking the stage, honestly but very exciting nonetheless. And of course, you can just always reach out to me. Like I said, I'll always make the best effort to respond to you, to get back to whatever it is that you're needing. And then of course, if you can just do me a big favor, um, what would be a great early birthday present, so my birthday's coming up later this month, if you wouldn't mind just leaving a very quick five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to me. I'm going to actually be doing a giveaway in regards to that. So my goal is once I hit 35 reviews on there, 
that I will be giving away my own personal copies of the V3 version. So I believe that's still the newest version of Pants Prep Pearls, which is essentially what they call the PA School Bible. It's what Stephanie V goes over in all of her videos. And it's a great useful tool when you're studying, especially clinical year, I would say is when it's the best, but it could definitely be useful during didactic as well. So I'll be giving away my copy of those to one person who um, follows me on Instagram. Of course, if you leave a review and you share that with me, whether it be on Instagram or to my email or leave a message on this podcast, just let me know. I send the screenshot my way. And then of course, that will give you a double entry into that. So be on the lookout for that soon, hopefully sooner than later, get your copy of Prince Pup pants prepped pearls and save I think it's between like 60 and 100 dollars just depending on where you buy it from right now and of course my copies are basically like new I think I've written one page of notes but I would love to give that away to a future PA um, someone who's a future PA student or maybe you're in PA school just kind of write a little bit of words of encouragement for me to help you when you're studying and when you're in my shoes that I've been in for, like I said, almost two and a half years now. It's crazy. It goes by really, really fast. Like they say, the days are long, but the weeks are short. That's 100,000% true when it comes to PA school. All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in again today. Once again, sorry for the delay in the episodes, but I promise, promise that I will be bringing up more episodes in the very near future now that things are winding down and we're getting ready for graduation and then like i said during that month or so that i'll have off before i start working i definitely plan to catch up and post lots of new stuff for y'all even when it comes in regards to your end of curricular exams what it's like to take the pants how that goes how i prep for that as far as job interviewing applying for jobs what that timeline has kind of looked like for me so don't worry as i go through it as i learn from it i will post episodes and share that with you guys so that way you can have a little bit of insight before you are in my shoes one day soon all right guys so until then thanks again for listening and i appreciate you have a great day until next time bye guys